Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The bid we've put forward does not include the stadium. Uh, we're working through aspects of uh, the stadium as we speak, uh, including, of course, uh, our feasibility study, which we've committed to uh, as well. Uh, I'm a supporter of Tasmania having a 19th team. They've earned the right. History says they have. Jared, they've been a great contributor yep. to the game. I don't buy this proposition that if it doesn't get up this time, it'll never get up. And it's dead and buried forever. I don't. That's just melodramatic. Welcome to another massive hour of Jack and Flash. Thanks to Harrison Agents, Tasmanian real estate experts, and Amy, the doers of insurance. We're live around Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tasmania, 1611 SEN Track, Northern Tassie, and the SEN app wherever you are. Jackie boy, amazing scenes. A big few days coming up. What a good little opener there, Flash, man. Well, we the, the Premier, obviously, Jeremy Rockcliffe, and then the former CEO, Andrew Demetrio, talking about the feasibility and Tasmanian footy. Just uh, just love hearing names like that come out, especially Andrew Demetrio, who's obviously oversaw uh, some additions to the Gold Coast, I think was his uh, little baby. So I love hearing those names coming out saying that it will work. It will work, Flash, man. Yes, indeed. And, and look, yeah, fascinating. Well, without further ado, big privilege to have one of the absolute greats of Tasmanian football on field and off. The coach, of course, in 1990, one of the most famous days as Tasmanian sport ever. I was there. Jack, were you there? I don't know if you were. We had no. this discussion. I didn't think so. You would have been three or four years of age. Two. Robert, Robert Shaw, good morning and thanks for joining us here on Jack and Flash. How are you going? Yeah, good. Hello, Jack. Hello, uh, David. How are you? Hey, Shory. How's things? Very good to hear you on. Thank you for joining us, mate. It's uh, obviously we're coming down to crunch time in terms of the deadline for the vote for the AFL team. How are you feeling about the bid uh, at this stage? Are you still confident or have you fallen into the pit of the Melbourne media that it's all doomsday? Well, if you... Uh, I'll tell you what you don't watch. You don't watch uh, breaking news... Tom Brown on Channel Seven. You can give that a miss. Ah, yeah, um, sorry. You uh, you can give that a miss because, uh, um, well, you just can't look. Um, oh, look, it's a bigger picture for me. I, I think um, I've been doing these interviews and writing articles and that since um, the late eighties, early nineties. So um, there's there's a lot of us of my age, like when I when when we started Rodney Eade, myself, like Scotty Clayton, these sort of blokes when we were young playing, we always had that dream. Um, Jack probably had that dream too, and his career's you know maybe one or two years to go. So um, I do change, I do change based on the fact that um, with the AFL there is there is always an in- agenda, there is always backroom discussions and there always is provisions 
provisos. So I'm, I'm concerned about a lot of things. I'm, I'm quite happy that Tony Cochran and Andrew Pridham and these blokes have come out and put their hand up. And also at the other end of the equation, the clubs that have clearly supported Tasmania. Your big problem is the, the sleepers that will wait and see um, how it can affect their club. And uh, if we get beaten on this, we'll get beaten on self-interest. We won't get beaten on the interest in the interests of the game. Shorey, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the, the agenda there. Do, do you think... Um do you think the 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 power shifted when when uh, former premier Peter Gutwin resigned and now uh, Jeremy Rockliffe came into to being premier that there was a big shift from the AFL in terms of what they were demanding or what what the guidelines and goalposts were for the team because all of a sudden the stadium cropped up as a must have rather than uh, be nice to have sort of uh, sort of thing that as as outlined in the Colin Carter report. Yeah. Um- like it always started, like it started with the poll, like you would need 40,000 members. So we, we ran the poll and we've got something like 86,000 expressions of interest. So that's what I'm sort of saying, Jack. Um, every time there is a hurdle cleared, uh, you know, another another road hump gets built down Clarence Street, doesn't it? You know, they, they build something else. So... And, and the latest one has been a stadium, which uh, the Premier has had to rightly come out and say, well, hang on, it, it wasn't part of, you know, we will build it and then they will come. So um, this this has come from this has come from somewhere else. So, look, we, we'd love to have one. We'd, I'd love to see a tremendous upgrade at York Park. And also, um, mate, Macquarie Point looks fantastic. Is it a dream? Is it... Uh, pie in the sky I don't know but it's a wonderful facility down there and um, I think um, two sensational footy stadiums in the state would be would be sensational but I don't know the logistics of it to be quite honest Sure, the Herald Sun's reporting that up to seven club presidents are violently opposed to the idea of a 19th licence are we doing enough to convince them? It's quiet, isn't it? Um, the, the task force from where I sit have always been quiet. Now, that's that's not a strength or a weakness. As I said, they might be going... There's a lot of stuff going uh, on behind the scenes. I'm, I'll be quite honest with you. I'm, I'm not really into it. I send a text message like I'll, like I'll send one to you, Flash, or I'll send one to Alistair Nicholson, or I'll send one to... John Ralph wrote an article and I'm saying, so I send a direct message to these people and say, um, is there anything you can tell me off the record? that?" So you get these little bits and pieces from people that are a lot closer um, to the uh, to the facts than I am. And I, 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 I'm even now, today, uh, confused and concerned and optimistic. So I really haven't changed for 30 years. I just uh, wait till the decision. Well, let's say you are the uh, you, you were one of the unofficial spokespeople of Tasmania and the Tasmanian football push, and as you said, stated yeah. you've been a push for for a long time now, nearly thirty years. We roll you into that meeting, uh, the commission meeting on Monday. Uh, how? What's your? What's your? Um, what is your push like? What's what's it made of? What do you talk about in terms of Tassie footy to? 
to let's say get those seven presidents uh, or so-called seven club presidents yeah. that are violently opposed. What's your plea to 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 convince them that this is a good idea and Tassie Footy needs this going forward? Yeah, we can live the dream. We can <clears throat> pardon me. We can live the romance. We can live what's right and the people and the towns and the state and uh, you haven't got. We can live that, but I, I think. They, they are businessmen. They're not necessarily football people. Some of them are, but a lot of them are extremely successful business people and they want to see the figures. So the first thing I would be doing is presenting, and I know we've done that. Um, well, I know we have that and the business case is more than sound. I, I, I would like that to get through first because that'll be their concern. What's coming out of our pocket? You know, what's, you know, uh, what are we losing here? So mm. that you've got to appease the self-interest. You've got to say, well, this is, this is good for us. And then the bonus is it's good for the game. So I'm, I'm still, even though I'm a football person and understand you and, I, you and us, we understand our people and what we're capable of and football means into our state and our, our rusted on supporters we understand that that becomes to me the absolute bonus because you and I us sitting there we understand our people we understand <clears throat> what we're capable of and the membership and the support um, and what that can bring but unless we can put the papers down in front of the club president and say, you will benefit from this. You won't change the self-interest vote. So that's pretty pragmatic for me because I'm usually a, uh, if you build it, they will come sort of person. And being a kid growing up, like we all in Tassie, um, I want this for our future kids and our future generations. But does that cut it? Because people don't know about us. They're, 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 they're not understanding of Tasmania, and that's all that comes out quite clearly over here with all the myths. You know, oh, people won't live in Tasmania because it's too cold. Oh, Myth. people, you know, all the all those myths that uh, believe Tasmanian have uh, quite rightly publicised, and because uh, most of them are, are just downright stupid. The former AFL CEO, Andrew Demetrio Shorey, last night said he supports a Tassie licence, but it would be melodramatic to suggest that if it doesn't get up now, that it'll never get up. How drastic is this as a football decision for Tasmania, as in now? You know, because when is now? I mean, you've been well, waiting 30, three or four decades. Yeah, well, Jack's what? I've known Jack since he's since he was born. 33. What is he? Uh, you know, Field 28, sure. <clears throat> last two years of his career, let's be right, it can still go. But um, when he gets to 60, like his dad and me, you know, you know that time's gone really quickly. That's gone enormously quickly. It was only feels like the other day when we all sat around in 1990 and discussed the fact of uh, players coming back. If, it got off the ground then. And there was a lot of talk of it then. So I'm pessimistic um, about 
Demetrio's melodramatic because I've seen it. I've seen it happen time and time again. So <clears throat> I don't want Jack Rewalt sitting on the beach at Orford when he's 63 years of age with his grandkids, but he helping his old man going out fishing to fish, not right? have a team. So you need that, and I know I'm. I'm you know, but I'm, it is what I'm, it is, sure. No, it's how long do you put things that, off for? You know, how long do you continue to put things Sorry? off for? It's, it's how long exactly. do you continue to put things off exactly. for? It's like, oh, it goes on the back burner. It goes on the back burner. It's been on the back burner now for, for 30 It'll years. It'll go on the back burner and they'll go, yeah. <clears throat> and it will go on the back burner. And you're quite right, Jack. People will say, oh, thank God that's gone away. That'll shut them up for another 10 years. We'll get away with this for another 10 years. Well, and sh- then it'll be, oh, in 10 years, the feasibility study will come again and Away we go again, and that'll add another 20. So before you know it, you blokes will be 50-plus, you know, heading towards 60 like me and Chris. Well, Shorty, we really do appreciate you joining us. We can hear the passion in your voice, um, uh, like all Tasmanians. We well, and the concern. And the and concern, the yes, and the concern. Yes, the, and the concern. You know, I'm living this every day over here. Jack and I live this every day over here. Jack's got a, got a final to win and all that sort of thing, but... You know, the likes of the Tasmanians over here, the recently retired blokes, Birchall, you know, the older blokes, Reed, Clayton, Lynchy up in Brisbane, we're all, we all talk. We all communicate. We all text. So we're just waiting and hoping. And, uh, and then, um, let's, you know, let's see. Well, we are in the month of August, Thanks, so it's, uh, it is D-Day for the Tasmanian licence. And... We appreciate you jumping on, on the you, line, Shory, and speaking so passionately about Tasmania and certainly uh, one of the first people to put it on the agenda, whether it's 30 years ago, and hopefully someday over August we can find out what that licence looks like for the Tasmanian team. Thanks, Shory. Yeah, it's good to speak to you. And, um, Jack, am I still the, the best for- Clarence Ford pocket premiership player? Uh, yeah, mate, mate, you or Peter Ricky? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. So we you out of that role. Out, 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 yeah, that's, I'm, that's I'm warming the pine. I'm warming the pine, Shorey. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Appreciate you joining us. <laughs> there we go, Flashman. Football royalty down in Tasmania. Robert Shaw talking oh, about yes. the Tasmanian licence. And you can hear that the, there's a bit of desperation there. Like, it's just... Doesn't know yeah. what's happening, but... Um, well, he's oh, seen it all before. Yeah. So he's seen yeah. all this before. Hopefully it's a different end to the journey uh, than, than what Shaw has seen over the last 30 years in the push for a Tasmanian team in the AFL.